You're listening to County Live with Chris Ridgeway over there. And Martin Johnston over here. Ah, you see. There's so many ways you can chop that up. <laughs> Mathematically, there's probably only about eight ways you can do that. I'm Chris here over Ridgeway. I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, there was, the as they called it on the website, the game that never was. The game that never was, yes. No game at the weekend to, to, to pick over due to circumstances out of the club's control. Um, there, there is still things to go over. Another new signing last week. There was a HAF as well. The HAF? Yeah. Hastily arranged friendly. A hastily <laughs> arranged friendly, and don't we all love one of those? Uh, and there is a big game on Saturday, and a big game a week on Saturday, which involves, I think, one of the furthest uh, distances I've ever travelled for Stockport County coverage. <clears throat> I'm glad you said for Stockport County, because I know for a fact you've been out of this country this year. So firstly, a uh, new siling. Siling? A new signing? Yes, a new siling at um, Bethlack. No, uh, we have a new signing at left-back, um, Tyler Garrett, who... I think I think he would have liked an opportunity to impress at the weekend. The, the number three position is one that hasn't really been filled since Scott Duxbury left. I, I don't really mean that as a slant at Dan Cowan, but it's obvious he's struggled uh, with, with certain aspects. He's not left-footed. Uh, and when we had Jake Kirby in front of him, who was also not left-footed, it did, it did create a little bit of an issue. Um, now, County, back to positive ways, have you know they've managed without a left-back per se. But um, Tyler coming in will give Jim, I think it'll give him such a sigh of relief just to know that he has that round peg for that round hole now. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how he does, but he's got good pedigree. You know, he's, he's played at um, Doncaster, he's played at Wimbledon, he's played at Bolton. So he's got good pedigree, he knows how to play the game of football. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he does um, this weekend because I assume, given that he started in the, what did you call it, the HAF? The HAF, yeah. Um, Given that he started in that, it, it kind of gives you an inkling that Jim is keen to get this guy involved. Um, so it'll be interesting to see um, if he starts at the weekend, which I'm sure he will. Yeah, and uh, interesting to have an HAF that where you can blood somebody straight away. I think you know that'll be that's the only way you can find out about any a player really. You know, you can you can watch the videos, but you know when you get to look <clears> at the whites of his eyes and see what actually doesn't he does on the football pitch. So. Jim will have been, you know, despite the uh, the bad news of the game being cancelled on Saturday, that's a that's a, a positive. And also, other people got, you know, Adam Hamill got ninety minutes in his legs, so lots of other positives from that. Yeah, I mean, it, you could even suggest that, it, in a roundabout way, would have worked out in the left back's favour, given that he signed so late in the day. I'm not sure whether he'd have had a training session um, with the guys, and if and if he has, it's only the one. So Saturday. Um, being off gives him more chance to to meet his uh, you know meet his new teammates, meet his colleagues, go and get some more training involved. Um, next week is you know the next game should I say this Saturday is a cup game, um, so it's not. Listen, I don't want to say it's not as important as the league, but it's not as important as the league uh, in many respects. So um, it, it gives him that extra week, and then by the time the next league game comes around. He's a completely bedded in player. He's had two weeks. He's had a he's had a friendly. He's had a cup game. He's had probably six training sessions. He's absolutely flying then. So I'll tell you what. Let's uh, get Jim's opinion of him um, and why he signed him. Let's hear your interview tonight with Jim Gannon. Jim, it's Thursday evening. Back in after training. No game uh, to look back on this week, but there's still a couple of talking points. A goal from their own half, 
uh, and a new boy at left back. It's been an interesting week for Stockport County. Yeah, well, a lot of this um, work was done over, well, throughout the course of September and October. And I think we've got to the stage now where I think our, our squad is not only well balanced now, we've got um, strength in the positions where we felt we were weak, uh, cover. And to the point that I feel that it's the strongest squad we've had in non league. So delighted to have Tyler aboard. And obviously adding to Tom Walker and Levante Rodney and Adam Adam Hamill, Joe Leasley, it's uh, it's really brought the quality of the group up a notch. Let's just speak about those guys coming in because all of a sudden we do have a few players that weren't here last season that the fans won't have really known maybe too much about uh, in some respects previous to this spell. What what are, what are you looking for from those players to add to the to, to the squad? You mentioned it's it's made you stronger, but but how? Well, if you look back to, to last season, um, and we shouldn't have had any great expectations for the players who didn't play a huge part last season to play a huge part this year, unless they grew. Um, so we never really replaced the left-back or the goal-scoring 10. Um, you know, we filled in in other areas in terms of centre-halves. and But um, I think having a, a, a goal-scoring 10 like Tom Walker and bringing in a, a solid... Uh, left back who's got league experience certainly fill those holes because uh, we've had some lads who've stepped into those positions and done reasonably well um, but from from our perspective is that we need to keep adding quality and keep getting stronger and um, and I think that uh, our players might not be aware of the likes of Tyler or even Adam Hamill um, they'll have seen the others playing in action at our level and, and know of them but um, there's no doubt that they've all got uh, great qualities to bring to this group and uh, when you watch training now and watch even uh, like you said a, a reserve friendly on Tuesday night you can see the quality that Susan throughout the group Because you've had the chance to have the friendly and extra training sessions because of the the, the game off on uh, last Saturday has it worked in your benefit a little bit because there's been so many new faces coming in in a relatively short space of time that gives you a few training sessions and a friendly to to bed the guys around each other, help them gel a little bit. I think having the game off, um, the only the only silver lining perhaps was, um, you know, the fact that we played Wednesday, we put a huge effort in. There would have been a couple of um, lads that were maybe wouldn't have fully recovered. But but when you when you turned up here on Saturday, it was a beautiful day. Pitch was looking great. You just had a win. You want the game on and you want to go again and you want to excite the crowd again. So we were really disappointed. The game was off Saturday, but. As a blessing, we decided to give the lads the day off all those because they've been in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, but we we were conscious that we needed to work really hard Monday. Um, the opportunity to have this game on Tuesday came about. It wasn't about gelling the first team players back together and working on things and improving the first team performance. There was a lot of players who just come into the club and needed to just to get to know each other as footballers. Um, so on Tuesday night, it was great to give top-up minutes for those that have um, perhaps not been playing regularly. Uh, it was great to see the progress of the likes of Jordan Downing uh, and seeing the ones who've been out on loan. And, and it's also great to just have a first look at Tyler Garrett, um, at Vanti Rodney, and then see what they bring to, to the team. And um, I came away from uh, Tuesday night's game really excited about the depth we have. I mean, it must have been only three weeks ago when we were looking at young lads on non-contract on the bench and now we've got, gone into the FA Cup, we've got a bench of seven players from nine that could easily be in our first team. So 
uh, we're starting to look like a, a really good professional group of players now. And um, I think we've got a lot of quality and depth. And, and that's the thing that at the end of this week, we're, we're really excited about. You mentioned Devante Rodney there. We spoke about him briefly last week about what you hope to see in him. We all saw what Tom Walker um, can bring to the table when, when he returned to county. But Devante Rodney, you've now had a bit of time to work with him. You've seen him in the friendly. Uh, just give us a, an overview of what you've seen. Do, do, you, do you like what you've seen in, in Devante? Yeah, I, I think um, like any player from a higher level, you've got that um, pace, the power, the, the dynamism. Uh, he was very sharp on Tuesday night. Um, looked a real threat. He looked like he's strong and quick enough on a turn, but with t- tight enough control to beat a man and get shots off. And um, he, he tested the keeper very early on and then gave the keeper no chance with his goal. So we've got a real glimpse of what Devante Rodney uh, offers. Um, I think, um, you know, he, he he got 85 minutes, so we're really pleased that he's, he's, he's fully fit and, and good to go. And, um, um, and we wouldn't have had a problem playing him on Saturday, the previous Saturday. Uh, we'd have thrown him in, a little bit like Tom Walker. Um, you know, OK, you might not know everybody, but just go about your business and show us your quality. And I think I think he showed his quality on Tuesday. But uh, it's another step up on Saturday when you play the likes of York and they'll have a, a, a much more compact defence with three centre-halves. So they'll be looking to make sure that our, our strikers don't get the opportunities that perhaps they got again in the evening or, um, against Hartlepool and against uh, Trafford. Let's switch attention then. Let's move the focus to York City. It's it's a big game. It's always a big game when Stockport County play York. It doesn't matter the competition, it doesn't matter the level. Um, two well supported clubs. But this is the FA Cup. County wanna they wanna get a bit of a run together. York City flying high in the conference north. This could be a good game on Saturday. How how do you see them uh, approaching the game? Um, like they have all the other games, they they, they seem to have a very fixed uh, system of play. Um, a variation of three-five-two. Uh, sometimes it looks like three-four-three. Three. Sometimes they have a base midfield. It looks like three-one-four-two. They've got certain qualities in in key positions, which are going to be really important for them. Um, I think I believe they've gone all all season so far in the league unbeaten and in the FA Cup. Um, uh, perhaps like like a lot of clubs at this stage, maybe a little bit stale. Looking to freshen up, they brought a couple of good players in. Um, but I, I would have expected York to be one of the strongest performers last year when you consider their budget and the full-time structures and the manager they had at the start of last season. I expected them, Kidderminster and uh, Southport, uh, on paper and financially and structurally to be ahead of us. Um, but they weren't. I think now they start to show the potential that that club has to offer in terms of its financial strength and its structure. Um, and... Again, the FA Cup's a big competition for clubs at every level, uh, no matter what round you come in. But I think that, um, that that club in particular, their main focus this season will be on making sure they get out of the, the north and get back on a journey where their fans want to see them, which is in the Football League. And, and it wasn't that long ago they were there. So um, they've fallen, have fallen hard. And um, this seems to be their year, really, in that league. Um, and they're bringing that quality and that structure and that organisation, that experience into the FA Cup game on Saturday. We were talking off air a moment ago and there was a, a couple of tweets I saw this week saying, can York City provide a cup upset? And I, I'm saying I'm not really sure if I see it as a cup upset. 
um, so much with York doing so well. But ask a silly question. You know, you know not to overlook York, don't you? Yeah, I think the only upset would be ours if we get knocked out. You know, um, look, we, we were talking off here about um, local boy Tony Barra scoring the third goal as York beat Man United at Old Trafford. Now, there's a cup shock. Um, I think a team uh, where there's only maybe 10 or 12 places between them, it's like saying York at home to Ebbsfleet is a cup shock um, mm-hmm. when there's only one place between them. Yeah, a team at, at home to a higher level opposition should be seen as, um, uh, you know, a, 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 not a cup upset as such, but a real winnable game. Um, but you've got to look at York and their structures and where they're at. Um, they're, they're, them at home to anybody in this particular round, they would have fancied themselves as having a real chance of winning the game. So um, we, we went to South Shields and we knew that that was a difficult place. They'd caused cup upsets the years before. Um, we had to play... Chorley in the cup competition last year and they were flying high unbeaten in the league, uh, the National North. I think we're, we're a different team than perhaps what York played last year. Um, and shoes on the other foot, we, we, we played national teams last year and looked at it as a real measure of see how far we've come. And I think that York will have the same. It's a cup competition, it's a one-off game. Um, you know, where both teams want to get through the cup and collect the money and move on and get the drama and the excitement and the money that's to come further down the line. But it, but also, that I would imagine York could be looking for a measure of their progress. They are, at the moment, a cup above everything in the north and now they want to see how they fare against a team that's a higher level. So, in that sense, I think um, it's a big game for them in terms of how far they come this season. So, looking at the, the county squad then going into the to the game, we ask the same questions every week. Physically, how the club looking? But you, you mentioned before that they were on a high after the Hartlepool game. Then there was no, there was no way to bounce that at the weekend with the game being um, uh, postponed late on. There was no way of, uh, of of kind of using that momentum. So mentally as well as physically, how how are your boys looking? I think we look great. Um, you know, I think great credit to the staff and um, you know Nick and Luke in particular. Um, we've got a fully fit squad. Uh, apart from Darren, obviously had that unfortunate fracture in pre-season. The lads have been in great shape all season. Um, you know that's down to their professionals, professionals and the staff. I think what's happened over the last couple of weeks is we've had to be mindful of is the psychological side of it. A couple of players falling out of the team and struggling perhaps to see, understand the new pecking order. Uh, but I think playing on Tuesday night gave them all a chance to just say, look. This is the type of player I am, and this is I want to I want to be part of this, and I want to fit in. Um, so I think we're in really good shape. I mean, training's been ultra competitive. Um, you know, we've got two teams. I mean, you see the team that we put out on Tuesday night that, that gave a good account of themselves, but uh, they were excellent against the first team on Monday um, and won the game. So uh, we've got a really good group of players all, all, all chomping at the bit. And I think that competition is really driving the first team players to to play at a higher level than they have perhaps and uh, are showing in a lot of performances, um, especially last Wednesday. It isn't just a drive of getting a result. Uh, great competition, great camaraderie. And I, I think we're, like you said, we're in a really good position at the moment, really healthy. And I just hope that we see all that health come out on Saturday because tough game, but I think we're we're in good shape uh, physically, mentally, tactically. 
Um, and, and as a group, uh, I don't think we'll have a, a stronger bench come Saturday and a, a stronger start in 11 all season. It's a big game as ever, Jim. A little bit shorter this week. All the best for Saturday. Thanks so much. Chris and Jim there. Um, Saturday is a cup game, as you say. It's, you know, it, we were in the same situation last year, but for different reasons. The, uh, you know, the, the cup run was really good last year and we'd like to have another good cup run this year, but a very difficult place to go to on Saturday. And again, I think you'd probably be saying, let's look at the performance there. That's more than, that's what matters most. Yeah. Uh, just off topic, I did think about starting the interview this week to fill a, uh, to, to fill a little bit of time on there by saying, I'm Jim Gannon over here, just to see if he would play along. But I, th- I thought better of it. Um, yeah, no, you, you look at this this weekend, and I've seen a couple of tweets from these, you know, these, I call them with um, flying air quotes, these sports pages, you know, um, betting pages and everything else. And a few of them are saying, can high-flying York City spring a cup upset on Stockport County? My first question is, when was the last time York City beating Stockport County was classed as an upset? And is it really an upset if a team doing really, really well in the division below um, gets a win against a team... Um, mid-table in the division above. Now, don't get me wrong, County will go into the game as favourites. We have better players. We won the league that they're competing in last season. But York may very well win that league this season. They're a good side. They're, they're a really, really strong team. Um, over the summer, they, they they made the best of a bad situation at, at Blythe Spartans, which meant their team is, is really, really strong now because they had two teams that were good in York and Blythe and they essentially made the best that you could from both of those two teams. So, um, yeah, they'll be a real handful. It's no it's no surprise to see that they're doing what they're doing um, in the division below. And if we don't go up this season, then we may well be joined by them next season. I, I, I'm just not sure if I would call it an upset. But at the same time, yeah, I would say I'd be disappointed if we didn't give a good account of ourselves. Because I think, I think we're, we had a little blip, five games. It was frustrating it was annoying at times but we got through it the positive started coming back we've got a couple of new players who are starting to you know hit you know hit the ground we've got Devante Rodney there to come in Tom Walker looked electric when he played um the other night we've we've got the new left back as well so I think all that being said County have every reason to feel positive in this game but then again so do York Uh, for me I wouldn't really call it an upset I'd call it a throwback game and a potential what the WWE fans out there might call a slobber knocker. <laughs> a slobber knocker. I always think of York as the um, Stockport County of Yorkshire. Do you know what I mean? Very similar size club, ups and downs lately, but you know have have had their their glory days. Similar size ground, similar size county, uh, fan base. So yeah, and and as you say, you know they're doing and also the point about Blythe is a really good one because the two seasons that County had to face them they were such a great side they came into that league nobody knew anything about them first season they had all those struggles where they had to play what six games in five days or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah six games in one afternoon (laughs) they they kind of got to that situation didn't it but they were I, I was mightily impressed with them the two years that County were we're playing against them. So, yeah, as you say, when you combine those two sides, it's it's going to be a, a difficult proposition. But, as I said before, look at this time last year. County were 
you know, looking at wanting to win that league, did win that league. So the cup run was was something of a distraction. And every cup game, we were saying, you know, let's just go out and do a, uh, give a good account of ourselves. And they ended up having a quite a decent cup run off the back of it. So again, you know, county different priorities for different reasons this year. But again, no reason why it can't have a good cup run that side. There's the dog shaking. It was um, <laughs> come here, dog. It was. Yeah, I can, it's certainly fair fair comment saying it was a distraction. What what I think it did was it wet the appetite for Stockport County fans. You know, myself and and yourself in general uh, in, included. Um, you know, those away trips, the early get ups, the um, you know the beating Yeovil away, and then the, even the trip to Barnet where we didn't get the result. You know, just looking up at that stand at the Hive and just seeing it absolutely awash uh, with blue and white was. Um, it was it was a sight to behold, and it really made the appetite there now that they're the standards that have been set. And Jim Gannon has has been given a he's been dealt a tough hand here having York City. Don't get me wrong, county fans will go in numbers, but what they want now is the next step of that. They want to see well, could could we potentially get to a third round if County beat York, who you've got to say are one of the favoured teams at, 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 in the draw at this moment, they'll really fancy themselves for this game. If they can beat York, there's no reason they can't kick on. But, um, yeah, last season wet the appetite. It got us ready for this division in many ways, I think. But for, for, for a cup run in particular, it, it it gave us a taste of what could be. And, and I and many other county fans will want a, another bite of that now. Absolutely. One of the questions that kept being asked last season was, what would how would county fare against opposition in the division above? And they kept answering that question. So, as you as you quite rightly say, there, winning against York might give the opportunity for that again. You know, to pay as you say to play a league side uh, again this season would be you know would be good recompense and, and would be good for for the side overall. Oh, could you could you imagine it? Could you imagine if if we were sitting here talking about but and and I hate this cliche. Um, it, it you know it's used far too often um, on certain other broadcasters. Um, th- you know this this magic of the cup. This or oh, it's, oh, it's a throwback to the glory days. You know and all that nonsense. Uh, no, what it is is it's a football tournament. Uh, is the up and down of it, and sometimes it's boring, and sometimes you get an upset and you get something exciting. As we mentioned a moment ago, York. If York um, beat County on Saturday, that's not an upset. But if County or York can get maybe a league team uh, can advance even further in the tournament, get something a bit higher up. Then you start talking about potential upsets. Um, we had, like I say, we had a sniff of it last season. Um, nobody, no, you know, nobody's gone into the season thinking a cup run is a must this season, but everybody would love it. And I think, you know, the chance to have those coming to Edgeley Park at six o'clock in the morning and seeing all the buses outside, it's just, you know, I, I want that again. So there's no um, player of the week this week as there wasn't a game for a player to play in. Um, but I think we'd both agree that the club's official um, player of the month in Festus Arthur oh, deserves it. I think... I, I, I love this kid. <laughs> um, as, a, as a player, you can just see him learning all the time. Now, I picked up on something in commentary uh, last week where, and, and it didn't lead to any... Um, you know, there was no goals, not nothing come of it. But this is this is how we talk about a player learning. Um, he he got he won the ball back under no pressure, and he knocked it back to Ben Hinchliffe. But he knocked it back to his weak foot, so Ben had to take a couple of touches to get it onto his strong foot, and then put put the ball up the field. The striker kind of sensed something was going on, tried to bear down. It, it didn't come to anything, and I just saw Ben 
speaking with Festus and Festus just telling him, just put it on my stronger foot. And ben, F F Festus was absorbing everything in that. You know, he was listening to it all. And you see his character around the ground. That when he, he did the big belly flop in front of the whole Chilean last season when he was collecting his, his winner's medal for the league was just incredible. It showed that this is a guy that, you know, a lot of people didn't really know. And he's there, you know, making a big song and dance. And he, he just lifted everybody's spirits uh, to to uh, an even higher level than they were already. Um, I also said last week the, the biggest compliment you can give this guy is... Not that isn't he a youngster doing well? Oh, look how well he's performing, stepping in for this player or that player. Is he's now a first team player? That's it. He's in the squad. He's just another one of them. Doesn't matter about how old he is. Doesn't matter about his background. Doesn't matter about where he's come from. Uh, anything else like that. What matters is he's a first team player. And you speak about him in the conversation. You know, when when you're on the trips to the away games and you you're trying to predict the starting eleven. It's no surprise. You, you, there's no eyebrows raised. Oh, Festus, you're going to Festus, are you? No, he's a kid who's who's earned that. You know, he's he's as welcome in that team now as Jordan Keane, Ash Palmer, Paul Turnbull, Sam Walker. He's that. You know, okay, he's not got that level of experience yet, but he's on he's on the same sheet as those guys, and that is the biggest compliment we can give him. He's got a firm place in the squad. He, you know, he he might. He might not make the first team every game throughout the whole season, but at the moment he's got a job to do and he's doing it really oh, well. No, yeah, he won't make it. And if truth be told, if you know, if Jim's putting his strongest eleven out, maybe he doesn't quite make the cut just yet. But strongest 11s change throughout a season, whether you're Liverpool, Man City, or whether you're Stockport County, or whether you're York City or anyone else. Strongest 11s change through the season. Strongest 11 change depend on it depending on opponent. You know, if you're playing a high-flying team, you score a lot of goals, then you, you bring in an extra defensive player. It's just how it works. So he's certainly there or thereabouts. And give it the end of the season, it only takes one more injury. What if Ash Palmer gets another knock? Jordan Keane gets another knock. Paul Turnbull, you know, broke his broke his ankle or part of his leg last season. You know, these injuries happen. Um, he's there. He's a ready-made replacement. And, um, you know, it's only a matter of time before he is first-team material. And I'm... I'm Who's going to be your one to watch? I'm guessing it's because he had another, as you said, electric performance in the HAF. You can't wait to see Tom Walker again. Yeah, oh, Tom is the he's he's the man at the moment. He's come back. Um, he's come back a, just a completely different player. When he when he was here last time, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and say I, he didn't stick long in the memory. He was he was not a player that you thought, blimey, this kid is something. Thought he was okay. Didn't play badly, but he was. By no stretch, uh, uh, you know, a Danny Lloyd or someone that you remember straight away. He was he was just another kind of lone e player. He's coming this time, and you think, Jesus, if we can sign this kid, we've got to do, just based on one performance, I'd do it. If he's got that in his locker, he's a real talent. He's definitely the one to watch. Brilliant. Well, I think I mean it's ten days away, but I better start planning it. I'm going to get your pack lunch and your flask ready for, do for the Dover trip. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> Chris, thank you. Thank you.